This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland, and yes, it's another special edition of the show, an emergency podcast. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. We're here to talk about the Browns, and man, this headache never, ever ends as the process continues from the CBA, and if you read the CBA or you knew what the process was, you shouldn't be surprised. Deshaun Watson uh, had a six-game suspension that was implemented earlier this week by Judge Sue L. Robinson, and the league has decided to appeal essentially to themselves. So the six-game suspension is up in the air right now. Um, unless, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how it changes. I, I mean, I don't know how it doesn't change. So, Daryl, let's start with the news of the day today that the league has decided to appeal, which I think is interesting, too, because they appealed today and didn't wait until tomorrow at 9 because, truthfully, I, I, I think it was a better idea because all the Hall of Fame festivities and the celebration of football. But this is not a celebration. Is it bad that I already feel like Clark Griswold and I'm saying, holy bleep, where's the Tylenol <sighs> when it comes to Deshaun Watson? I thought you were going to say, hey, kids, Big Ben, Parliament. Hey, kids, no. Big Ben, Parliament, because we are on a circle that just keeps going around and around and around. And the feeling is now that, I, I, well, I don't know. You tell me what the feeling is. I, I think he's done for the season, but that's there's me. no end in sight. That's the feeling. Yeah. There's no end in sight because. I think the NFL will come down and say you're suspended for the for the season or you're suspended for X number of games. We're going to take a ton of money out of your pocket. Uh, you're going to have to 
get some treatment, even though Deshaun Watson specifically has said he has done nothing wrong. He does not need treatment because he does not have a problem. Um, it's interesting that the NFL and Sue L. Robinson do not feel like Deshaun Watson has shown any remorse whatsoever regarding this situation. And yet the Cleveland Browns and the Haslam family decided to put out a statement on Monday in which they said that Deshaun Watson has been remorseful over all this. So yeah, there's that aspect of it, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's a never ending. It, this is going to go on a long time because even when the NFL drops the hammer on Deshaun Watson, which is coming, right? It, this feels like. So let me, let me go through the process here. Cause I, I need help here. Is the league going to come back with a decision and then listen to the decision or does. No, no, no. So uh, here's like, I'm, I can, walk me through the process. Cause both sides get to argue now that there's an right. appeal on one side. And then the other question is, does the NFLPA need to appeal now? Because if courts are looking at this down the road, they'll say, well, why didn't you use the appeal process that you had in place? Right. Well, and the, the NFLPA has until Friday to respond okay. um, to this uh, appeal by the NFL. For the folks that are up in arms that the, that the NFL is allowed to appeal this and are saying, what the heck? This is part of the collective bargaining bargain process here. Blame right? the PA. That's what I've been saying. Blame 100%. the NFL PA. The NFL they agreed PA to this. signed off on this. They're the ones that said that, hey, the commissioner or a designee can be the appellate, basically the like the appeals judge here, right? Um, so for all the what was the point of doing the rigmarole with Sue L. Robinson? Well, that that that's the process. Now, uh, Watson and the NFL PA accepted the punishment, they made that very clear. And then the, the NFL is like, yeah, the discipline's not good enough. Now, so here's what happens with this appeal. And this is very important for people to understand. Okay, so here's the process. Under, if you're wondering what's going on, here we go. Under the under the terms, the 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 fact finding uh portion is already binding. What Sue L. Robinson found as uh the findings of fact cannot be appealed or changed, okay, by either side. The only thing that's being appealed here is the discipline, the six-game suspension. Uh, let's not forget she ruled that Deshaun Watson can no longer be trusted to get his own massages, so he has to go through the team to do that. He's not allowed to have any adverse contact with law enforcement, and he has to maintain good standing as far as the conduct policy goes uh, going forward. That was Those, those all... last two are true for every player, though. I understand yeah, that, Andy, yeah. but it's important to point all this out. That okay. it, was, it was a three-pronged, dis... not only a three-pronged guilty, 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 or I find that there was enough evidence to believe that you violated the policy in these three areas. It, she gave a three-pronged discipline, too. So those are the three prongs to the discipline. And that is what the NFL is going to be appealing. And usually, as we know, when the NFL appeals, the NFL usually in their processes here, the NFL gets what they want. So um, I think we're going to get an indefinite suspension um, that includes a fine. And Deshaun Watson will not be allowed to play football for the Cleveland Browns in 2022. Pause that thought, though, because now – this is where the NFLPA and the courts are going to get involved. Okay. They will most likely file for a temporary injunction to allow Watson to play. Right. Now, I'm not a lawyer, and 
good God. Ever since Jimmy Haslam bought the Cleveland Browns, I feel like I needed to go to night uh, to night awesome. law school mm-hmm. because it's just the volume of crap involving legal and this football team from ownership all the way down to now the quarterback. Um, so Mike Florio wrote an interesting piece uh, Wednesday afternoon in which he said, that a temporary injunction would not get Deshaun Watson on the field until week seven. He'd still have to serve the six games. And Florio's reasoning was, and he's a, he's a lawyer, so like he, right. understand, he, he understands the minutia that I don't. His reasoning uh, in, behind his thought is, basically, the NFLPA then, to avoid that, they have to appeal the actual discipline that was handed down as well, even though they said they wouldn't do that. But since the NFL has appealed, Florio was basically saying, well, since you accepted the six game extension, yep. that he's still going to have to serve that. You're objecting and getting trying to get the injunction in for the increased discipline. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So his, his point that he tried to make in his article is that uh, the NFLPA now needs to is basically boxed into a corner here. If they want to get an injunction to allow Deshaun Watson to play in week one, while this gets all sorted out in federal court, they are better off appealing the discipline themselves and going back on them saying, we're going to accept it. Because again, as he said, if you've accepted the discipline of six games, you can't appeal that to a court. What you're appealing is if the NFL comes and says, Hey, we're suspending him indefinitely. He's gone for the year, et cetera, et cetera you are going after that increased punishment. Okay, so my question for you then is, does the NFLPA need to um, uh, appeal before 9 o'clock in the morning? I, According to Florio... If they, they wanted to, to play week one, they, they would they need, need to do to, that. They, they, they need to appeal um, to, to, to make that happen. And um, if both sides appeal, then we're basically throwing out everything that she said. Well, we're, we're throwing out the, the decision, the discipline. the disciplinary decision. Again, the findings of fact, which included that Deshaun Watson was uh, in violation of the conduct policy in regards to conduct that qualifies as sexual assault as defined by the National Football League. He violated the conduct policy under conduct that poses a genuine danger to the safety and well-being of another person and conduct that undermines or puts at risk the integrity of the NFL. Those three violations uh, in the finding of fact remain in place. And that's why I was saying earlier, Andy, about under the terms of the collective bargaining agreement, the disciplinary process, that part is unappealable. You cannot appeal the findings of fact from Sue L. Robinson. Okay? You can appeal. Both parties get the opportunity to appeal the discipline. So I don't know if the NFLPA is going to do that. Uh, I can tell you there was an NFLPA representative in Berea today. Hmm. Um, It it did not have a a comment at the time. Uh, Did not want to talk about the situation. I have a feeling. By the way, who is the Browns rep now that J.C. I don't know. They probably uh, have to vote on it because. Yeah. They probably need to vote on it during camp, I would think. Probably that would make yeah, sense. I, yeah, I would think so. Um, at some point, I, I they practice on Friday. I am going to make a note, as a matter of fact, now that you bring that up, because 
believe it or not, with everything going on, it didn't dawn on me to inquire about that. So I'm going to inquire. I'm making a note right now to inquire. Normally, like I know in the baseball world, they've got to get together at spring training and, and elect yeah. uh, the basically what would be in uh in the world of the of building well, trades or something like that you've got to you've got to elect the shop steward they need a shop the main steward. office the guy that okay. was in berea is from the main office so sure hey i'm brett podolsky co-founder of the farmer's dog we make fresh food for dogs we started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog jada when she stopped eating ultra processed kibble and started eating fresh whole food the farmer's dog food isn't fancy it's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs it's better for them and easier for you Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Um, and Deshaun was told after practice uh, by team personnel. Uh, also, the fans were chanting uh, that it's been what a were they young. Oh, they just, they just, they just, you know, basically, you know, the, Deshaun, it's been, they're appealing, you know, they're appealing, the NFL's appealing, that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but the reception for Deshaun has been beyond overwhelmingly positive. I've heard no boos. I've heard, I've seen no protests. Uh, I have not heard anything derogatory coming from the fans, you know, being yelled from fans. Um, it has been a basically validates what the Browns have thought all along that this, this doesn't matter. Like, from a football perspective and a fan perspective, this does not matter one iota. Nobody's going to care as long as he comes in and plays well and wins. And we've already observed that in training camp. We already have observed that. I disagree. I think all of this matters. I think what he's been accused of is abhorrent and, and disgusting. Um, Sue L. Robinson's findings of fact uh, basically aligned with my perception and thoughts on this entire situation, which validates that I was objectively looking at it and seeing, you know, seeing it with 2020 vision. Um, and uh, I, I just, I think this matters, but I also feel like, um, again, it's the NFLPA's fault for agreeing, agreeing to, to this CBA. process. This yeah. Process. To me, it sounds like the only way you, you they, they would have to go back and, blow up the cba to change the way this works well and she put and they and the only way you're going to do that is you'd have to prove the cba was unconstitutional well which would take i mean you talk about years in court i mean she put in here basically hey guys um while i agree that this is an unprecedented situation that his behavior uh based on the facts that were presented to me is uh predatory in nature etc etc he was you know using his position to recruit these women for a professional service while, while, you know, hoping to uh, turn it into a, a, a sexual encounter. Like th these were her findings. You're right, right. She basically said that you, if you want a harsher penalty, because you. Of a situation like then you need to, you yeah. need to put it and make it a policy. And that's why she went with the six games. So that's why, um, so here's here's my question. Stop right there because if it's not a policy yet, right now they're going to go back and write a policy, and you doesn't it have to be approved by the NFLPA. And that's the and this that's is, that's what it sounds like you're going to court over if you're going to go to the court. Sticky wicket with all this yeah. that, and that's why I have been kind of. It's not that I'm pro Deshaun here or I'm defending Deshaun. I'm pro what Sue L. Robinson ruled. 
I thought that she was very measured, very balanced, very thorough in her in her report. And the six games that she came up with, like she explained, the two guys that got eight games were uh, uh, accused of uh, domestic violence, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the third person that got 10 games, third player, like he was convicted or pled guilty to battery. Uh, you know, those are violent crimes. Right. And she did point out uh, that he is not only a, a first time offender as far as the policy goes, but he, um, how did she put it? First time offender, uh, cooperated in the investigation. It was, um, and I know we're splitting hairs, you know, sexual assault is, is violence. I understand and respect that, but she said that it, you know, it wasn't of a you know violent nature. His behavior right. was not of a violent nature. Um, so I, I just, I think that she tried to go right down the middle and say, you know what, it, it you guys typically do six games for stuff like this. So six games going to bar him from getting any type of massage therapy on his own that has to go through the club so that there's a su- you know supervisory process there um and uh you know and then just to reinforce like you were saying earlier the the basics of being an NFL player and that is abide by the the conduct policy and you know stay stay out of trouble with law enforcement all right we got a lot more to get here let's take a quick time out and we'll come right back here so again it is a um what do we call it emergency podcast uh, it's always game day in Cleveland, uh, dropping a little bit earlier than we do normally in the week because of the big news that the NFL has decided to appeal to themselves. I want to get more into the process. I want to talk about what this means for the Browns. Um, uh, I mean, there are just so many different things to talk about. So, Daryl, we'll come right back. We'll do that. If you like what you're listening to, uh, why don't you go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Uh, we love having you on board. And if you have any feedback, we'd love to hear it on Instagram or on Twitter at game day CLE. This is It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Back after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 